an entitled jerk demands that I give a photo shoot for free, despite the fact that this would normally cost me $900. And after trying to negotiate a higher price, just so I can get my money's worth, this entitled jerk freaks out on me and calls me some terrible names. Here's what happened. So I'm an amateur photographer that photographs events for a couple hundred bucks since I still am a student. One of my friends suggested a person who was looking for a photographer for his sister's baby shower in Austin, Texas, which is about four and a half hours away from me. I contacted this guy, we'll call him Jack, that's not his real name, asking if he was still looking for a photographer. He said yes and asked me for a quote. I said I usually charge $100 an hour with about 20 to 25 pictures an hour along with edits. But since it would be a six hour event with several dance performances, skits and games, a nine hour drive to and from this event, plus accommodations, since it will be pretty late to drive back, and the fact that he needs a videographer along with me as a photographer, as he doesn't want me to go back and forth, I ended up asking for about $150 an hour. So the grand total for this event would be about $900. And this would include everything that I mentioned above. He asked me if I was a professional photographer, and I told him not exactly, but I have been doing this for six years, and I am pretty good at editing pictures. I sent him my portfolio of both raw and edited pictures, which takes, by the way, a minimum of about two hours per 10 pictures. All this because I'm not super fluent at Photoshop. Jack asked if he could call me in a few hours and then hung up. Fast forward to a few hours later and he called me back and said that he really loves my portfolio, but he really can't pay more than $500 and that even $500 is too much because according to him, photography is easy and anybody with a smartphone can be good at photography. I clarified saying I will be taking pictures with my camera and not a smartphone and what I am asking is not too much considering he is getting two people for six hours for the price of one, not to mention the other factors included. At this point, Jack started arguing that he is doing me a favor by even considering $500 since this would bring me exposure and I am not even a professional photographer. I told him that if I were at a local event, I'd love to do it for 75 bucks an hour. He said it is local since it's within state lines and it's just a mere four hour drive away. He also said there are professional photographers charging only $200 for a six hour event. I told him to give me some time to see if I could reduce the price by cutting any cost on my end. I tried to negotiate with him and told him that I will do it for $500 as I am in college and I really need some extra money. But that's when everything changed all of the sudden. He suddenly decided that he was going to refuse me saying that I would do this for $500. He then said that I need to understand that he's just trying to get a gift for his sister with eternal memories and that I should honestly just do it for free as I didn't take up the offer before. By the way, only 20 minutes have passed, which is really not that much time to negotiate anything else. After I heard that, I was honestly appalled, and so I told him that I would not be doing that. And it was at that point that he called me a jerk and said my pictures weren't even that good, which honestly really hurt my feelings. Fast forward to two days later, and he actually had the gall to call me back again and said that he is willing to pay me $200 for a six-hour event, as that's the price that professionals charge in the city of Austin. I told him no again, because my friend wants to cancel, as he's not getting paid enough to take video, and it's a waste of an entire weekend for absolutely no money. He then got super upset, called me a bunch of childish names, and hung up the phone. And honestly, I think I'm kind of happy that he did, because I probably dodged a massive jerk. How unbelievably entitled do you have to be to try and not only reduce and undercut the price that this person's trying to give them, but then basically imply that their payment should be exposure? That's literally such a disgusting thing to say to somebody who's taking time out of their busy college 
college schedule just to try and make some cash on the side. And that's such an insulting thing to say as well, because exposure doesn't pay for the bills. And it would literally do nothing in a situation like this. Like, this is just some stupid baby shower. Like, come on. So good for the original poster for sticking to their values and saying straight up that no, they are worth much more than that. Because this entitled jerk sounds incredibly toxic. And I can't imagine traveling for four plus hours just to go there and deal with him all day. That would have been an absolute nightmare. An entitled Karen refuses to tip me at a restaurant I worked at. But I bided my time and I eventually got revenge at my new job. And this lady never saw it coming. Here's what happened. So I used to work at a horrible Mexican restaurant. And by horrible, I mean horribly managed. The manager was a penny pincher. Didn't care if it was at the expense of someone else. This was one of the only restaurants where I would double drop checks. And even go as far as to teach the other servers. Because this owner was always trying to give us the garbage end of the stick. I hated him. And I have never hated anyone more in my entire life. Because he was always trying to save money, he would hire as little people as possible. No expo, no food prep, no bussers, not even a manager who could speak English. Imagine working at a restaurant where as a server you had to translate guest complaints to a manager. So you can already imagine how upset guests were either because of slow service or because of cold food. Well, one day I got a guest who was absolutely unbearable. She ticked off every box of what a Karen is before the term even existed. Her food came out cold and I apologized and told her that I'd get her fresh, warm food and she seemed patient and polite and even told me that she knows it's not my fault and to not worry as it would not affect my tip. So much to my surprise, when she does leave after her meal, she leaves me a few pennies as a tip. I was furious and I ran outside. I got her attention and I told her, here ma'am, you forgot your change. If it was a tip, I don't want it. Have a good day. She left and other guests apologized on her behalf for being such an absolute jerk. One of the guests even told me that as I was leaving to get her a new plate, this entitled Karen was saying to her friend behind my back that she's not going to tip me anything and that she is going to save her money for Valentine's Day, which is a perfect example of wasted resources on a human being. Fast forward maybe three months and I'm working at Walmart now as a cashier. Back then, you could say to the cashier, you have a particular coupon and we could redeem it even if they didn't have a copy of it on hand. I don't know if this was countrywide, but it was done pretty frequently at the Walmart I worked at for obvious reasons. I know for sure this practice isn't done anymore or maybe not as much. And guess what? The same entitled Karen I served prior shows up in my cash out lane and has loads of the same product. She was trying to redeem coupons she didn't have on hand and my opportunity for petty revenge finally presented itself. And God, it felt so good seeing her getting really upset because I would not budge on redeeming non-existent coupons. The conversation went something like this. When she tried to redeem these coupons, she says something like, they let me do it all the time, please. But I responded back to her by saying, no, sorry, ma'am. I cannot do that, nor will I do that. I will be breaking the rules to do this, and I'm not about to lose my job over it. She then said, you can't even redeem this coupon that will only save me a couple of cents. And after I told her no again, she then started getting incredibly upset. She said, I went through a lot of trouble to get these groceries in my cart, and now I can't do anything with them. She was still super upset, but honestly, I did not care. I told her, nope, sorry, ma'am. I need physical coupons. She ended ended up paying for everything in full. So I think if anything, the lesson learned here is to just be nice to customer service because a lot of them will go above and beyond just to help you out if you show just some kind of decency. You love to see some petty revenge go towards an entitled Karen that absolutely deserves it. This absolute entitled Karen 
only tipped a few pennies to this poor server. And as a result, they missed out on a huge part of their wage. And this was after they promised that the problems they were having in the restaurant would not affect their tip. I mean, that is such toxic behavior. But you know what? Karma has a wonderful way of coming right back around. So to watch this lady not get her way and have to pay for everything in full truly is a satisfying resolution to someone acting so entitled. My ex-husband refuses to pay the balance on the iPhone that I got him. And so as a result, I got some revenge. Here's what happened. So after previously leaving me with his $800 iPhone balance and refusing to pick it up, I shut my ex-husband's phone off since I am technically the owner of it. I was very kind in turning it back on for him after he paid me the money that he owed me from similar situations. However, the agreement was that he would pay me $120 on Friday, all because that was the day that he said he got paid in order to keep using the phone that belongs to me. The Friday that he was supposed to pay me, I sent him a text reminder to which he responded, yup, yup, I'm on it. So I sent him my cash app tag. Approximately 30 minutes later, I offered to provide him with an additional 10 minutes to send the freaking money over before I had to shut down the phone again. So he sent the money over an hour later, give or take a few minutes. But by that time, I had already shut off the phone. Once he realized that it had been shut off, he created a three-way call with me, as well as with him and a representative from the cellular company. He then stated that if the representative could not transfer the remaining balance minus the $120 over to his account during that phone call, he was canceling his service, giving up on the phone number, and giving me the phone back so I could sell it and recoup some of the money that he owed me, if not all of it, hopefully. Unfortunately, things did not go as planned, as in the end, the balance could not be transferred over, and my ex-husband said that he was giving me the phone back when he picked up our son from me later that day. But approximately 30 minutes before I expected him to pick up our son, he called me from a new number and told me that he no longer had the phone and that he obtained a government phone from his mother. He said that he was not willing to tell me any more information and was just saying that he no longer had the iPhone and that I'm still stuck making payments on it. He even had the audacity to mistakenly call me his girlfriend's name during his rant when he said, you know what? It's gone. You can either accept that or not. The police won't even make a police report because nothing is finalized with the divorce. But despite that, I have my ex-husband convinced that he is facing theft charges and given his history of doing some nefarious things as well as having multiple run-ins with the law, he just wants me to drop the charges. So I milked an additional $50 out of him to put towards the remaining $600 that he still owes towards that stupid phone. And I don't expect this to last forever because I suppose that this will only work as long as he remains stupid. But I'm still pretty upset about the whole ordeal. So as a bit of petty revenge, I've been taking Sharpies with me to bars and gas stations. And I've been scribbling his new government phone number from his mom in the men's stalls with a note in curly feminine writing asking whoever reads it that they should call me for a good time. And I honestly don't regret it. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, that's pretty messed up that your ex-husband basically, in my opinion, probably sold that phone off and said, okay, well, too bad. Now you got to pay for it. So I'm really sorry that you have to deal with an absolute moron of an ex-husband or at least soon to be because it sounds like the divorce hasn't happened yet. I think if anything, you might be able to call your cell company and ask them to maybe turn off the phone again and tell them that your soon to be ex-husband lost it or possibly sold it off just so he wouldn't have to have any kind of payments towards it anymore. I'm not sure if they can do anything about that, but if anything, I'm sure they could at least brick the phone so that whoever has it can no longer access it. And there might even be a thing where they can just replace the phone and possibly send you a new one. I'm not sure of the details of that. You honestly got to call your cell company, but hopefully that gets worked out because unfortunately you're going to be stuck dealing with this guy for a long, long time. And hopefully for the sake of your son, he's at least decent and amicable just so he can have a good life growing up. I told my girlfriend that we're moving to another state and she's not giving me a straight answer of if she wants to come along with me and at this point I don't know what to do I just got a job promotion this past week it's a higher pay but I have to move from Georgia to California in two months I'm currently in a pretty serious relationship with my girlfriend we're both 23 years old and we met in college we've also been official for a year and a half I told her recently about the news and told her to really think hard about this situation she told me that she's never lived with a man before and she's also never left Georgia Georgia before either. So considering all that, she's obviously very hesitant, but she said that she will think carefully about it. I then gave her some reassurance and told her to take her time because it is a big change. She responded by saying that she has so many things to think about and that her moving would mean that she would no longer live with her brother, who helps her out a lot. I offered to help find a roommate and she replied that she will think very hard about this. I had reached out to her a few days later and checked in to see if she's been thinking about it, hoping to prompt more conversations and concerns about what's going on, as well as to gauge her overall interests in even moving. But she didn't give me a straight answer at all. At this point, I'm getting a bit frustrated. I told her to let me know if it was a no when I first presented the news to her, but she is not really communicating with me on this. I'm starting to have doubts if she's even serious about the relationship at this point. I know that's ridiculous, but all she needs to do is ask me for more time instead of just dodging my questions. Her initial response seems to be interested but scared, and it made me even think of what is keeping her here in Georgia in the first place. I want to give her time and not be pushy, but I realize it's only been 72 hours since I asked her, but that's enough time to at least give me a direction of yes or no. Like she's not even asking more questions. Do I need to give her more time? I know I told her to take her time and I want her to, but I sort of need an answer relatively soon because I need to plan if I'm moving into a one bedroom or a two bedroom apartment amongst other things associated with the move. Part of me thinks that her answer 
was yes. But first, let me think this over. At least that's how I took it initially. But now that she's not following up, I honestly don't know what's going on. And at this point, I don't know what to do. It sounds like the original poster is being incredibly pushy. I mean, you're asking her to move away thousands of miles across the country. And you then pop back in after three days and say, hey, so what do you think? You want to go? Like, that's obnoxious in my opinion. And I really think the original poster needs to take a step back. You said give her time. Well, then give her time. Let her think this through. She probably has friends and family and all sorts of people all in Georgia literally her entire life, most likely. You're asking her to uproot her entire life and go out to California with you. And that, in my opinion, takes a lot more than just three days to think about. So seriously, take a step back. Give her some time to breathe and just take this at her pace. Because this is not an easy decision to make. And in my opinion, I think you're being just a little too pushy. Today, I messed up by getting scammed out of $2,000. And I feel so stupid and I can't believe it. Here's what happened. So I'm a truck driver. And last night, as the title suggests, I got scammed out of $2,000. It happened at a gas station right before Las Vegas. I parked there to go to sleep and shut down for the night. I went down for my truck to walk around and stretch my legs a little bit. As I was walking around, a black SUV pulled up right next to me and a rich looking man rolled down his window in a panic. He looked desperate and his wife was in the backseat crying with her two kids. He was asking for help because his wife's purse got stolen in Vegas and it had all their things in it like money and their passports. I saw how distraught this guy was acting so I took $30 from my wallet and I was going to give it to him just to help out. He pleaded with me that he needed more because he was heading to San Francisco so he offered his necklace and gold ring. I refused and I told him to just take the $30 so I could go back to my truck and rest. He kept begging me and offering his jewelry and at this point I started to feel bad for the guy so I went to my truck and I got $100. I was going to give this guy $130 for free and I told him again and again I don't want his jewelry. I'm literally just trying to help his family. He said he cannot take it for free and offered his jewelry still but said he would need more money for it. This is when I should have just walked away. Call me foolish and naive but I just wanted this guy to go away so I could rest. So I figured that if I just gave him like $300 I wouldn't feel guilty taking the jewelry and he could just have enough money to make it to San Francisco. But at this point he kept pleading and begging and adding more jewelry and before I knew it I was giving this guy about $750. Then his wife starts crying more and saying that they need more money for new passports and how it's $300 per person and that there's four of them in total. The guy offered the last bit of jewelry that he had which was a Rolex watch that he said cost tens of thousands of dollars. It was at this point that I believe that my greed got a hold of me because this guy's telling me that he's a rich guy from Dubai and he doesn't care how much the jewelry costs. He's just desperate for cash so they can make it to San Francisco and then get back to Dubai. I don't know much about jewelry so I thought that if I just give this guy $1,200 for his Rolex watch that I assume was real because he's Mr. Big Shot from Dubai I could sell the jewelry and get my money back at the very least. So in total I gave this guy just under $2,000 for two gold necklaces one gold ring and a Rolex watch. I was skeptical of course but like I said I think my greed was clouding my judgment. Once I gave him the money he began thanking me so much and started offering up a prayer and all this show and tell. He hopped back into his SUV and drove off. I watched him drive off all the way till he went to the freeway and that's when I realized something. This guy took the freeway entrance going back to Vegas and that's when my stomach turned and I knew instantly that I just got lied to. I mean after all his whole story was about how he needed to get some money so he could get back to San Francisco. I walked back to my truck and I laid down trying to process what just happened. I was 
staring at the jewelry, and then I looked up online of how I could tell if an 18 karat gold necklace was fake. And that's when I saw a news video on YouTube about people getting scammed on the road by some guy from Dubai offering their jewelry for money. The news described exactly what I just went through, and that the jewelry these scammers were using was obviously fake. I feel like a complete idiot, and I can't believe how naive I was to fall for this scam. I never thought I would fall for something like this, especially since I watch scam videos all the time online. So needless to say, I feel like a complete idiot. Yeah, I would feel pretty stupid too. You just wasted $2,000 on fake items. And the fact that this trucker carries around $2,000 with them on the road is not only super irresponsible, but also super dangerous. I'm pretty sure truckers deal with people trying to rob them like all the time. Why would you carry that much cash on you? And to top it all off, he got scammed by these people that have been scamming people all over Vegas. In my opinion, if someone comes up to you in the parking lot in Vegas, it's definitely not the best time to engage with them. I mean, personally, that's my rule for pretty much anywhere I go. My parents also taught me that if it's too good to be true, then it probably is. So you've got to be careful. And this is a perfect example of that because no one in their right mind would start throwing jewelry out the window just so they could try and get back to San Francisco. I mean, that's craziness. And the fact that this guy was so loaded and rich is another hole in this guy's plan. I mean, if he's that much of a big shot, then he can clearly call somebody to help him out, right? Like he's definitely got to have some kind of connections with Vegas or something like that, or at least somebody he can call to get some money to fly home. It all seriously is super suspicious, and it's really unfortunate that this guy fell for this. So next time you're in a parking lot and someone comes up to you asking for money, definitely think twice before engaging, because you very well could end up like this guy and lose $2,000 to some fake jewelry. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.